We here at Yash Jesus believe that God doesn't make mistakes. Not with people and not with produce. Which is why we're so excited to be partnering with Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is an online grocer that recovers ugly produce and surplus foods that would otherwise go to waste. And delivers fresh, customizable boxes to your door for up to 30% less than the grocery stores. We're talking farmer's market quality girls. Without the hassle of going out of your house, honey. Without the hassle. And now, Imperfect has expanded to include pantry staples like lentils, rice, olive oil, and bread, you name it, to help round out your shopping. <laughs> girls, I just got my weekly shipment of imperfect produce, and let me tell you. Ooh, spill it, girl, spill it. I got this ugly little watermelon that puts the pretty little peach in Call Me By Your Name to shame. <laughs> That's the tea! Trust me, you're going to want to get in on this. To get your first shipment of perfectly imperfect farm fresh produce, go to imperfectfoods.com and use the promo code YASJESUS. That's Y-A-S-S-J-E-S-U-S. Hey, kings and queens and in-between sinner saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another bubbly uppily episode of <laughs> Yas Jesus. Yes, today's episode theme is Queers Can Prevent Cringy Ministry. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to see some cringy ministry? Come on in and join us here. Because it's me, Danny Franzese, as always here with... Azariah Southworth. That's right. And we're welcoming you in because here at Yes Jesus, we believe that sometimes God is laughing with us and sometimes God's just straight laughing at us. Yeah. And we might not even know why. We should be able to laugh at some of the things the church does. The church doesn't know how funny and cringy it could be. Yeah. And the church needs a queer on staff to say... Don't say that. Yeah, just, can you not? Can you not? Don't put that out on the sign. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it seems that some of the pastors that want to blame the coronavirus on the LGBTQ community have contracted and even died from the virus. Irvin Baxter, 71, founder of End Time Ministries, he told televangelist Jim Baker in March that God may be using this, the coronavirus, as a wake-up call. And in November, he went into the hospital and he died within the week. Oh, my goodness. Now, according to the advocate, John Hagee, the anti-LGBTQ plus evangelical pastor who once said that marriage equality is, and I quote, two disturbed people playing house. (laughs) Not far off. Um, (laughs) He also tested positive for coronavirus. Hagee, a member of Evangelicals for Trump uh, during a live stream church service, uh, said uh, that his father had tested positive. You know, I don't wish ill will on them whatsoever. I grew up watching John Hagee. I think he's a douche bag in my opinion but what i do hope he sees is the message that he's been putting out there that the gays are doing this and then there he has it like i hope he sees the error in his message you know he's not going to because he's power hungry and money hungry but he also blamed katrina on the gays so (laughs) this queen retire honey sit down mary go take you and your harry potter and blood moon (laughs) conspiracy theories and just enjoy the view of the lake for the rest of your life like (laughs) we don't need you john hangy if i had that kind of power i would use it for thicker eyelashes (laughs) i wouldn't be (laughs) honestly um i'm just kidding you guys okay i have beautiful eyelashes (laughs) and that brings us to our praise report and our prayer requests (laughs) we have a prayer request azariah what is it this is actually 
a prayer request. <laughs> like you said, oh, yeah. I thought for a second it's a praise report. No, no, we need to know what's the prayer All request. right, so our prayer request comes from Beth. Beth says, my prayer request is that God would bring an affirming community of friends around me. Mm, amen. I'm not able to come out yet due to my job, but when the time comes, I will need that community. I listen to your podcast in my headphones at my very non-affirming <gasps> job, and I just wanted to say thank you for all you do. Oh, welcome, you both Beth. are truly a blessing in my life right now. Oh, Beth, if you're listening right now, yeah, okay, if you're listening right now, Beth. look around at all the haters. Look at, look at her dress. Ew. We don't care. We're here with you. We love you. God loves you. You got this, Beth. We're here. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is how you survive this kind of a thing. Okay? And how you do it is just be an example of kindness and love. You know? If if uh, if Sandra needs her, the stapler, pass it <laughs> over. To, pass Sandra a stapler. Give her what she needs. Like, be nice and be a good neighbor and everything else and don't worry about it it's very tough one day hopefully you'll feel comfortable enough to but you know times are changing we're we're trying to do our job of making sure our stories are heard making sure that uh voices are heard in politics Mm -hmm. uh making sure that um we are out there creating podcasts like this and things that we can do to continue to just talk about um queer people and let them know that the stigma we just won't sit for it anymore yeah um but we we're gonna pray for you beth because we know that you're living in that nightmare now um and that you know we have privilege of living in a big city we don't know where you're at we have privilege of living in a place and working in a place where that's okay for us and we really know what it's like to be we've all been in positions where we haven't felt comfortable and so beth we pray and we cover you uh while you're at work and we we pray that this communities this affirming community that you have found and only have in your headphones right now becomes physically manifested around you it's there and god is going to bring those people into your life beth Mm -hmm. you're going to find it you're going to find your family um and we have a praise report we have a praise report um this is you know so according to out sports uh Daniel Leva, the two-time Olympic gymnast who won three medals for Team USA, yeah. came out publicly on National Coming Out Day with a message on Twitter. All right. He said, for a long time, I've known that I wasn't straight. Okay. Uh, but because of certain very personal reasons, I was always rejected that side of me. Well, welcome. Welcome, welcome Mr. Leva. Daniel. Because I'll tell you right now, um, you're living your truth. Ooh, stop. And we are just... So- yeah, really? <laughs> My, mm-hmm. Excuse me, we're going to pray Dips. for you in a minute. Dino. Dear Lord, do some I, I'm here on my knees praying for <laughs> We are very proud to have you. And if you yeah. need a welcoming party, as he clearly um, has already thought of the game. I have the prayer group already. <laughs> <laughs> it's already happening. Uh, you guys, on that note, uh, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back with the scripture of the day. Hey, Azzy. Huh? It's time for the scripture of the day. Hey, hey, hey. Scripture of the day. Oh, oh, oh. Scripture of the day. Oh, oh. It's soul food. It's scripture of the day. And it is Ezekiel 2320. She lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were like those of donkeys and whose emissions was like that of a horse. Is this is, is this where Azariah is in the Bible? <laughs> is, this, is this where your name comes from? I mean, from? the comparisons are um, accurate. I'm going to reread it just because it's fun to read. <laughs> she lusted after her lovers whose genitals were like those of donkeys and whose omission were like that of horses. 
Are we going to elaborate on this? So, <laughs> so is, is, the, is the scent of the emission like the horses, or is the sound of the emission like you the know, horses? This is where the translations are tough, <laughs> This We need a theologian to break this down for us. Yeah. <laughs> An anthropologist, maybe even. Or well, do we on. just need to go hang out with some horses? Uh, what is this about? <laughs> This this cringy not, messages. Uh, this is cringing me. So we have to stop. <laughs> maybe we don't need to stop. This is cringing me. What is? What's this in reference to in the Bible? This is where hung like a horse came from. Oh, I didn't know that was a biblical reference. Oh, everything wow. is. It all goes back to Jesus. <laughs> you hung like a horse. Wow. Okay. So uh, it could have also just come from a horse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this is cringy. Ross, what is it? Where is this from in the Bible? Okay. So Ezekiel is a prophet in the Old Testament, and the he has a ton of really weird visions. Um, on the Halloween episode, you read the Valley of the Dry Bones that like came together as skeletons. That was Ezekiel. Um, and he has this whole like vision. Um, that talks about two women who both were, they, they say, played the whores while in Egypt. It's it's a pretty condemning passage, actually. Like, this is this is not flattery of what she did and probably isn't good in the slut-shaming kind of um, realm that, that we've been trying to avoid. But it was explicit enough that I just want to make, like, listeners aware, like, how much explicit, like, sex talk shows up in the Bible. And this was one of them. Right. And this is also interesting because, (laughs) you know, they always talk about uh, David uh, from uh, Michelangelo's uh, interpretation of David and his penis size and how, like, if they were if they were giving him, like, the perfect body, why would they have not made his penis maybe larger or whatever? And one of the reasons that I was told was because back then they thought that larger penises were a sign of stupidity or they didn't like them. Like the noblemen, they, they, they used to hide the fact that the Azariah's face is so disappointed in, in, in his. Well, what I was really thinking is, yeah, that's not too far off. Sometimes a big dick is just a sign of stupidity. I've dated I mean, some guys. Yeah. <laughs> the dick was good, but the the intelligence wasn't there. Well, you know, God doesn't always give with both hands. Uh, you know, there's a lot of cringy things out there. Uh, there are plenty of anti-LGBTQ churches out there, tons. And there's places that... Um, they don't want you to be queer. They want you to hate everything that comes from queer culture. And yet they could sometimes be super queer themselves without even realizing it. And really, when anti-LGBTQ church leaders ignore and deny the reality of LGBTQ experiences, it doesn't just hurt LGBTQ people. It hurts the church, too. Mm-hmm. For example, how queer is Jan Crouch, Tammy Faye Baker? Oh, like, my God. Jan Crouch, the purple-haired lady yes. like preaching on TV. I loved her. Yes. So many things when you're gay, she, like, you just get drawn to. She really was. She a, was a channel stopper. Yes, she was. And she's like such, she's so flamboyant at times. Like, when she would get mad, she had a pack of cigarettes in her makeup drawer that she would go grab and smoke. Just like, you know. <laughs> just okay. like just like You a, know too much. <laughs> I do. Okay. You know too much. <laughs> but in fact, um, how clear. Tea, Jan Crouch tea. <laughs> I never thought when we would start Yash Jesus, we would have Jan Crouch tea. But you know what? Honey, I got it some sense. tea. makes sense. <laughs> but how queer really is televangelism? Oh, I mean, it's the world that I came from. Sparkly jackets. Yes, seriously, there's so many sequence, so much sequence in televangelism, <laughs> and white hankies. And yes, bitch, for a white hanky, I'm living. 
But so high production values, girl. Yes. Yes. So the entertainment. Eyes- <laughs> we need to tap into a little bit of queer energy. Because God made us with the ability to make things go pop. That's what queer people are here. That's what we do. Sometimes, yeah. The eyes and ears and experiences of LGBTQ people can prevent church leaders from saying something super cringy. But I, sometimes cringe, queer people can be cringy themselves, though, to be TBH. Uh, you know, TBH. sometimes those cringy things are insensitive or they're tone deaf because they don't have any queer folks to just show them that they're being yeah. tone deaf or hurtful. This is what we're talking about when we're talking about affirming churches uh, um, and knowing if your church is affirming because some churches will let gays in there, but they won't let them rise to roles of leadership. And then there won't be like the queer consigliere that's whispering in the ear going, you shouldn't really say that. That's like kind of not going to fly with this whole community of people. Yeah, it's the idea of representation. Like we have the idea of representation in our government. There should be also be representation in our smaller communities and smaller institutions like the church, you know, so that way we can be like, hey, don't use that word because it really actually is not good to Think use. of when pastors insist on using homosexual yes. in the place of the LGBTQ community, yes. even the ones who aren't trying to be offensive. They're, they're, they're just trying to speak about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they continue to use an outdated term that has so much stigma around it that most of us don't even like anymore. Because the, no one ever told them that using the word homosexual is offensive. Yeah. So way too often these things are hilarious. And the show is going to be about the unintentionally <laughs> and maybe occasionally intentionally queer and hilarious phrasing that churches use when they are trying to get their message across. But the biggest culprit is youth ministry. We all know this. Mm. Uh, when youth ministers want to be young, hip and relevant to youth or whatever the new phrase is, fresh fly, use humor or clever acronyms. Lit. The cringiness happens way more often. I remember my youth mister had all those Christian t-shirts, you know, like there was the one where it's like the Reese's logo, but you know, like something like let Jesus fill you up or you know, like Jesus Christ instead of Reese's on it. And stuff, you know, one of those like, <laughs> right. parodies. Um, but he also also like, we also did all, every February, the whole month was about dating. And and how we shouldn't date, and it was perpetuating the ideas of purity culture, and like a Valentine month. Yes, and we spent the whole month reading the book of uh, uh, "I Kiss Dating Goodbye" by Joshua Harris, and so it was all about dating Jesus, and it was those were those were the cringy times for me. Oh, but Ross has some examples. Yeah, for us. I'm sure Ross has a billion. Our freaking deacon and producer Ross Murray um, is going to pop in and tell us some examples that you've seen of some weird youth ministry moments. So this comes up a lot in youth ministry this year, back in February, right before like coronavirus lockdown, Mm -hmm. I went to a youth ministry conference and the theme of the conference was practice, not perfect, um, which is a great theme. I thought it was good. They could do a ton of stuff with it, but their logo was just PNP all (laughs) over everything. It was the stage. It was our name tags. It was like the everywhere. Yes, every, everything said PNP. And all for those over. of you that are not familiar with gay dating apps, PNP is like the unanimous oh, yeah. worldwide slogan for party and play to have sex and do drugs at the same uh. time. So here's this youth ministry with sex and drugs pretty much just written up everywhere. <laughs> and he's like smiley youth ministry that have no clue. And I had brought the other leaders of the naming project with me. So there were, there were I mean, there were several queers at the conference, but mm-hmm. like the three of us just and all the gays would get together like who 
was not on this committee <laughs> that didn't tell them, guys, this logo isn't a good idea. I would be also remiss to bring up the fact when I went to the city of the city university of Mexico and it just said come everywhere, like everywhere. <laughs> There's a Christian bookstore in South Africa called come spelled C U M. But this was a whole school. Like I was like a wrestling, there was like a wrestling uh, gym and it had like come written on the floor. And then there was like come tacos. Oh, and come every, oh, that, was, it, was it was it on like the rags that the athletes would use? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hysterical. Oh my gosh. And there is a picture here of the PNP, which is hilarious. Oh, we have to share We're that, have on, to social share that on social yeah. media for sure. Um, please uh, follow us at Yash Jesus Pod on Instagram if you want to see the PNP. If we're allowed to share it. <laughs> People were tweeting, is your church into PNP? Are you serious? Wow. That's I, crazy. <laughs> you, you, this, oh. this is a time you could have put on like Grindr legitimately. legitimately. They're just lovely. Want to go to PNP? You know, like, and it would have been just this youth ministry conference. Ross, you have yeah, other I'm, bad youth ministry themes here. Walking well, there's, wet. There's, there are so many walking wet. Exploding, exploding the, the box. box. What? This is one. This is my. This is one that a friend told me. She was at a conference and had this speaker, and he had this whole setup, and it was like how you're treated by the world versus what Jesus says or does. And he'd say things like, the world tells us that we have to earn our way to salvation, but Jesus comes to grant us eternal life. And the world tells us that we are not good enough, but Jesus comes to remind us that we're God's beloved creation. He's kept saying that over and over again. <laughs> and his, his climax of this whole sermon was, Jesus comes in our butt. Mm, wait. <laughs> I'm going to leave that Jesus one alone. Jesus comes in our butts, really? Like it's in the butt? Had- but Jesus yes, it was, comes. It was, yeah, it was like but. Jesus comes in our butts. <laughs> if you have a butt, if you have a big butt, Jesus will find your big butt and come in it. Now we are going to the PNP Youth Conference this weekend. <laughs> Would you all sign up on the sign-up sheet in the back? If you would like to pee and pee and let Jesus come in your butt, what is this? It's just a $50 fee. What is this? Oh, my God. And they're like, you know, that's... You guys, that's like some raw, some raw service. I saw raw. They do that too, like raw, like raw. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. No, every time they wanna every time that they, they like <laughs> wanna like appeal to the, the, the youth crowd, they just like throw out acronyms or like catchy <laughs> yeah. clever names and you just think like, oh, that was not the right thing mm-hmm. to do. Like oh, don't go man. down that path. My favorite. Um, Hold on, there's also some cringy... Uh, oh, your favorite. That this is it. My favorite are the cringy hymn and worship oh. songs that we do in church. Okay, so there is... Okay, this is this is the one that Ross told, told us about, because I'm I don't I'm not familiar with this one, but it's good. There is a beautiful Spanish hymn titled, You Have Come Down to the Lake Shore. Oh. It's sort of a retelling of the story okay. when Jesus called James and John, who were both fishermen, to come to become his disciples. So the song has been translated from Spanish to English, and it appears in a lot of church hymnals. And the best translation is of the third verse. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You know full well what I have, Lord. Neither treasure nor weapons for conquest. Just these. My fishnets and will for working. <laughs> Can you imagine this? I wonder if this Pentecostal church next door is seeing this right now. Hard for the money. 
You know, for, this, isn't, this isn't my hymnal at my church. <laughs> is it oh really? Oh my god. My fishnets fish and my nets? will Where for working. It? That's all girls got. <laughs> you know, Lord, all girls got is her fishnets and a will for working. Oh, honey, that is that is my that hymn. That is hysterical. And you know what? But also, tell me that someone didn't read that and get a message. <laughs> someone somewhere saw their own perspective on that one. For sure. Uh, okay, I'm reading this blind. Uh, this Christian song, In the Secret, is filled with pretty oh, sexy song, yes. lyrics. In the secret, in the quiet place, mm-hmm. in the stillness you are there. In the secret, in the quiet hour, I wait only for you because I want to know more. And it goes on. Uh-huh. I want to touch you. I want to see your your face. I want to know you more. Ooh. If, if the listeners right now a lot of our listeners know this song oh okay and i don't... i i know the song and so when you hear the melody to it as well you're just kind of like it's a little too it's, romancy yeah it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. okay <laughs> other worship song lyrics you dance over me while i am unaware oh. you know like i love a little l- l- moment like that every now and then not gonna lie but <laughs> it's a little creepy it's a little creepy oh, this one's good spread wide in the arms of christ yes please <laughs> oh jesus spread me wide with your mighty arms <laughs> <laughs> or how about this one i want to sit at your feet drink from the cup in your hand lay back against you and breathe hear your oh. heartbeat this love is so deep it's more than i can stand i melt in your peace it's overwhelming that's By the beautiful way, i love that, is that beautiful but that is not about jesus that's i mean it could be you know sometimes church just has a lot of pent-up sexuality yeah a lot of things Mm -hmm. in church is just a lot of sexual energy that had doesn't know how to get released because of purity culture and our pure 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 puritanical thank you upbringing and and in uh ways that we've been informed you know i am (laughs) 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 all right Okay, this would make a good profile on a dating app. Probably the most well-known, unintentionally sexualized Christian message is the church sign. Oh, I love church signs <laughs> so much. I mean, you could do a Google search and spend hours laughing at what churches thought uh, might be like a clever message. But here's a few ones. Uh, this is from Seventh-day Adventist Church. The most powerful position is on your knees. Yes, it is, honey. <laughs> I can't argue. You there. might be on your knees, but you're you really bringing. Don't tell bringing... <laughs> a lie. You don't tell a lie. North Waterboro Community Baptist Church <laughs> believes you can't enter heaven unless Jesus enters you. <laughs> they love that was it. on their church side. If Jesus comes in your butt, that might be the. That might be a really weird. One for those two to go that, together. This is Bella Vista Baptist Church. Uh, forgiveness, forgi- forgiveness. <laughs> Is swallowing when you want to spit. <laughs> Forgiveness is swallowing when you want to spit. That is the I truth. I mean, there was there was what church lady put that up there? No, what sub bottom put that up there is really the, is no, the question. <laughs> like how daft. Oh my uh, god. Okay, Word of Life Church of God in Christ put on their sign. Well, it's a wordy one. A four-inch tongue can bring a six-foot man to his knees. These are real church signs. We are not making this up. Well, I understand what they're trying to say, and it does get my attention. They must know that this is salacious. (laughs) A four-inch tongue can bring a six-foot man to his knees. Well, I am six-four, honey, and I will say (laughs) plus some. Plus some. Uh, (laughs) 
Swatra, Church of God. Be pure and fill your cracks with Christ. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus, help them. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Grace United Church of Christ sign says, open your mouth and I will fill it. <laughs> Paul Myers, pastor. <laughs> Handicap accessible. Hey, Paul. I don't have any plans later tonight. <laughs> the handicapped accessible just like does it for me in the end. Uh, Third Presbyterian Church. Sermon. The, <laughs> the, P- the Peter in me. How about the Peters in me? Oh, man. The Peters in me. <laughs> Nails wow. Creek Baptist Church. Easter oh comes God. once a year. How often do you? <laughs> none of your business (laughs) oh my god oh man Uh, there's a cringy prayer you have a cringy prayer ross yeah so one more one more story um i i used to work at augsburg university and i used to like plan like a monthly chapel series and i was doing one that was focused on science and i got a woman who was the manager of the south pole station like and so she's like telling stories about like working with scientists and the antarctic and all this stuff and when she was done the pastor got up and prayed and again wanted to be clever and match like her theme and so and we're all up there and he's like praying like god thank you for our polls please protect our polls so that people can enjoy our polls for years to come and i was sitting like right behind him too like up in front of everyone just like praying i'm like no, don't, don't, don't say that. Please, please. Don't. He, just, he kept on this like polls theme. I was like, stop saying polls. Oh Honestly, like a stripper that came in that day and read that one about the fishnets and this. She's like, I love this place. <laughs> you know, imagine like what sort of embarrassment can be saved by having just a few queer folks to vet these ideas. Just like a few gay people at the table making these decisions. So here's a suggestion to any pastors or church leaders out there. Get to be friends with a few queer people, mm, please, and help, and just run your messages please, and ideas past them, please. That could make your ministry so much more effective and fabulous. Yes, and of course, there are already queer ministers, and they know exactly what they are saying. A Christian swag company that wanted to design condoms that said "Rise up, O men of God," uh, and here I raise my Ebenezer. So, so those, um, those those are some intentional cringy yeah, like the funny see, they, puns. They're you know, trying like, there for me. They're trying. They're, they're reaching. They're reaching. <laughs> they're reaching a little bit for me. <laughs> you guys, for your tithe, your love offering, your charity, your act of good this week. Okay, we want to know what is your most cringy message that you've seen from a church. Let us know if you see the funny church sign or if there was a, a hilarious line of a song or something that just doesn't always sit right with you. And do that church a favor. Let us know. Reach out to us. <laughs> Hit us up at pray at yesjesus.com and also reach out in love and explain to the church what makes their message so cringy. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a closing prayer. God, we are trying to share with you your good news, but we sometimes don't have the right words. Mm -mm. Lord, we think we're being clever, but we're just making people cringe and we're rolling their eyes. Help us. Guide us. Give us the words to say so, so that we don't mess up your message for the love of all humanity. And when we do say something dumb, give us people who can reach out and love to guide and correct us, Lord. 
Yeah. And God, we thank you for Beth, who is listening. And we're so glad that we can hopefully bring her non-cringy, affirming messages and community. And we pray that you will manifest that physical community for her. And for those listening right now, if you want to leave Beth a message, show her the community that she has here at Yes Jesus. Go to yesjesuspod.com and leave a voice message for people like Beth who need to know that we're here and we support each other. So let's manifest. Let's let's manifest that for her. Awesome, and Lord, uh, we want to uh, lift up uh, Daniel and say welcome. We welcome you with open arms, um, especially yeah. Azzy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, God, in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that one in for you, Azzy. I, thank you. I put it on I the hope, Lord's desk. I, I, I just put it on his desk. I can't really do much else. She comes back Monday. You'll yeah. hear something no She'll later say than something Wednesday. Something on Monday, but I'll put. It, and I use the heart post-it. She really knows what that one's about. <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay. A little Jan T. Some more. Anytime she she only communicated through fax when she did her work, right? Jan Crouch. Did. Jan Crouch. She would communicate through fax machine. And if she liked something, she would put a heart around it. So you saying that just is like confirmation wow. to me that this is going to happen. Did Jan Crouch just visit us she in did. the middle the of a cringy spirit of Jan Crouch show? just visited us. That's the most cringy thing she could have done. <laughs> Hi, Jan. Thank you for coming, Jan. Sure, Jan. Uh, you guys, thank you for coming also uh, in our butts and listening to us here on another episode of Yash Jesus. Uh, you can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. Um, and now you can leave an audio prayer request yes. or praise report on our website or message to Beth at YashJesus.com. Uh, we would love for you to share your voice and your prayers on the show, so please drop us a line. Send us a recording on YashJesus.com. Uh, also, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, your episode ideas your guest ideas or even just a we want to come in your butt oh uh, we'd love to hear from you i didn't know what else to put there and i'm sorry yash jesus is hosted by me the very apologetic danny Fantasy. and as always i'm here with azariah southward music sound editing and all things audio are done by chris heckman our show is produced by the freaking deacon ross murray special thanks to sophie serrano and meredith Pauly. yash jesus is brought to you by oddity oddity execs are ryan lochner jessica bastillos and Steve Michaels. Keep, Keep praising, praising the Lord, Lord yeah. And remember, the Lord comes in your butts. <laughs> yeah, look, that's a good message. If they think something sick of it, it's their brain. Amen. Amen. Keep